Now, we've all had a lot of fun here today, kids, but it is Super Bowl weekend. Um, no more fun. No more no. fun. We are here here in Minnesota. The Super Bowl's not with us this year, but um, it's with us in spirit. Uh, and so in the spirit of that, we all need to sit down. It's the day before the Super Bowl, and we all need to sit down and figure out, how are we going to feed Tom Brady a strawberry so that he stops winning Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, in case anyone doesn't know, I think this is true. It's a, it is true. It's from an interview with him where he says it himself. Good God. Go so on. he's like never had a strawberry, Tom Brady? Tom Brady's never eaten a strawberry. He's never had coffee He's never had alcohol, I don't think. Yeah, never had alcohol. How did this come up? Were I they like, how are you doing today, Tom Brady? And he was like, well, first of all, I've never had a strawberry. <laughs> I think they asked, like, you know, do you have any, like, special diet things, like, that keep you so <laughs> fit and strong? And he's like, I've never eaten a strawberry. Which is the wildest thing to admit <laughs> during an interview. Even, yeah. I like, feel like they're like, what's your secret? And he's like, well, <laughs> I spend 24 hours a day standing inside of a closet like a Barbie doll in a box. <laughs> And um, I only come out to play football, and they feed me jet fuel and Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sponsored. <laughs> I've heard um, that a, actually a federal law was just passed making it legal to hunt Tom Brady down <laughs> and feed him food that he's never eaten before. I I'll, I also heard the same thing. Yeah, yes, they yeah. like just passed that. It was like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody yeah. who's listening works in a restaurant where Tom Brady goes to eat. You know what you have to do. You're at an advantage or <laughs> You're at an advantage already. Yeah, you just you have advantage if you roll to feed Tom Brady a strawberry. He will be destroyed. Yeah. He'll never win another football game. He'll, he'll combust into a ball of pure light and then <laughs> destroy everything around him in a 10-foot radius. You guys know what you have to do. Yeah. Play D&D. That's my line. <laughs> Thing. Uh, How can you it. take this from Kat? I took it. Okay. It's the only thing she has. I'm so sorry. I'm a monster. You, have, you guys have all these other things for you. This one thing is for me. Oh, my God. What have I done? What have I done? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've upset the natural order. Well, I guess we should. I don't know. I don't know. We There's do. only let's one just, way we can make we this can right. We can retake it. Nope. Let's just fade to music. DM. Hi, I'm Noelle. Uh, I have a lifelong vendetta against Tom Brady, and I play Fran. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I am Tom Brady. <laughs> a and shocking I've reveal. Never eaten a strawberry, and I play Corbin. You're a crime against God. <laughs> that sound was me winking. That was the sound of my um, two eyelids smacking together. Your robotic in, in eyelids. Powerful hydraulic <laughs> eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, friends. I'm Hannah, a thief, and I'm I'm a bad man. And I, I ruined everything. 
And uh, I don't know how I can possibly pay for my crimes, but uh, I do play Slake, a half-orc fighter. We're going to feed you more strawberries than you can handle. I don't like that. (laughs) Dip those strawberries in chocolate. Well, that's fine. But that's bad for Tom Brady, because I bet he's never had chocolate I was about to say, do we know that? I am Tom Brady, and I have never had chocolate. Oh, okay. Thanks for that confirmation. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Back to you, Tom. Thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, I guess. <laughs> You're only here as part of an elaborate plot for your own downfall, so. I've never eaten human food. I thought you were going to say flesh. <laughs> no, I've eaten that. That's what he eats. That's all that I eat. Oh, no. That's why I was so surprised. Oh, no. Oh, that's. Yeah. After all, Tom Brady has never told a lie. It's <laughs> also never. True. Tom Brady always tells the truth. Giselle only tells lies. Mm. Which door do you go through? This is so stressful. Mm-hmm. Wish I knew the Brady Bunch theme right now. The exact oh, this theme. is the story of a lovely of a lovely lady. Lovely girls. Each one of them had hair of gold. Like Tom Brady. The youngest one. In cows. That's true. <laughs> the facial expression I had to witness paired with that. Describe sound. it. Describe it. Horrible. Uh, it was like your whole head sucked like back inside of your body, and your lips stretched all the way up to meet your ear. <laughs> your teeth were exposed in a inhuman grimace. Oh man! Oh, I need a mirror. Your eyes no, wide I, open like little peepers. I love that I have Caitlin to paint me word pictures because <laughs> I I can't see my own beautific expression. When I talk, no. Tom Brady has no reflection when he looks in the no, mirror. We doesn't. know that's right. Well, if you're a vampire, you've never had a strawberry or coffee because yeah. you're a vampire. You're that's a vampire. so fucking yeah. true. You only drink human blood. What is the sound? I hear the sound. A plane? Sound is a plane. It's Tom Brady coming for revenge. Yeah, he's flying over the house. <laughs> What's that sound? He's going to airdrop right through the roof. <laughs> oh, no, Tom Brady. Oh, God. Please. Oh, God. Someone get the strawberry. <laughs> the Brady Bunch theme is just blaring. <laughs> No. Yes. He kills us one by one. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so ready. Oh. Who does he say for last? Oh. Caitlin. Caitlin. Because I because I look exactly like him and I try oh. to trick him into thinking that I'm the real Tom Brady. You like, move around like it's the first confused. time he ever saw his reflection. Yeah. <laughs> He's like not sure whether to point the gun at you or, or himself. himself. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, um... What are we doing? What do we do remember. here? I don't, I, my whole mind is blank <laughs> except for Tom Brady. It's a Tom Brady podcast. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Brady Bunch podcast, a Tom Brady fan cast. Hi, welcome to Tom Brady and Dragons. <laughs> I think it's a great podcast and we all play Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. And then all the NPCs are Tom Brady. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all the villains are also Tom Brady, and we have That's to fight like, I to be the, the last guys, Tom Brady. When is there going to be a Skyrim mod to make every NPC Tom Brady? Because <laughs> like, I feel like that should exist by now. I just feel like the villains should be baristas and strawberry farmers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I guess they could look like Tom Brady. They yeah, could they look, also like, look Tom like Tom Brady. They're offering him like strawberry cake. And that's <laughs> not for coffee. That's like the point of the game is to find the Tom Brady imposters who are fake Tom Brady's. Uh, <laughs> they're all double. Them. And you can, it's like a horror game. You can only tell because they, they'll like reflect in mirrors. Yeah. Oh, here. And no. then there's a, 
the twist at the end is that you also reflect in mirrors yeah. and you killed yeah. the real Tom and Brady. You killed the real Tom Brady at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's yeah. a great game. Holy shit. We just wrote like the fifth sequel to Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> Market this shit. Ubisoft, if you're listening, get on it. Come on. Mm. Come at me. We do want royalties. We do. Oh, so last time, what happened? I just realized we're going to play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's like what's that been sitting in front of you for the last 20 hey. minutes? I don't know. I hey. forgot. I forgot. What's this? Tell me what that is right now. A rock? <laughs> God damn it. That's a D20. It's too late. <sighs> anyway. What happened last time? I'm ready. I'm ready. Get your anime reactions ready. Is that what we're doing? Yes. You guys, we're recapping the last episode. What? So last time, uh, the party was split right at the top of the episode. We we broke the cardinal rule of D&D, and the party got split hella. Ah! It couldn't be. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Fran, uh, after falling some ways... While trying to climb around some rocks, Fran, as an old man, got picked up and brought to the barracks and then pulled a Yoda. Impossible! Uh, What a twist! (laughs) Which caused a panic among the pirates. Uh, Slake and Mary found a secret tunnel to the back of the island. Fran, after uh, pulling a Yoda and turning into a fart, joined them still as a fart. Mm. When they found the Captain Carr... The previous pirate captain who was ousted and thrown into the sea, but oh, not really. Oh. No. He was, it was all a fake. Isn't he beautiful, hon? <laughs> Didn't see that one come well, that one Yeah, that me. one, that did blindside, blindside me quite a bit. Was that Ash's mom? <laughs> it's from a vine. Are you talking about Mr. Mime? That's not Ash's mom, anyway. I'm talking about... Captain Carr. Captain Carr. So beautiful. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys secured his loyalty. That's right. You convinced him to uh, not attack Madria and instead be on your side in exchange for unchaining him. Oh, yeah. Haha, A victory. Uh, then you found that Captain Realitar is the captain that you were going to need to talk to. I've got the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> Meanwhile, Corbin, as a crow, escaped from the captains by turning into a boy in front of them, trapping them in a force sphere, and then launching himself out the window. Incredible! The technique! Finally, the party reunited out on the boardwalk. Three pirates found them, shouting, There they are! And so now you are all in an alleyway, and uh, there are three pirates up at the mouth of it. Y'all are in trouble. What's gonna happen next? What do you want to do? The fight is on. Now on Inuyasha. <laughs> um, okay. We could throw a force beat at him. I mean, that wouldn't... They've already yelled. Oh, you're right. Okay, I mean, so what's around us? Around you, there are some rubbish bins. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a couple of chairs mm-hmm. that are broken. Mm-hmm. And there is a... A uh, halfling that is passed out drunk. It's you're you're behind the tavern, so you know. So I'm debating whether or not it would be better to just cause complete chaos at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Should we should we, we try to hide again, or should we just have a really big insanity? Because I can conjure some fucked up animals into this bad boy. Mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still need to try and either get into Captain Realtor's house or. 
interrogate them or whatever because we need to know about the contact. And we still need that fucking hat. Doesn't Florence have the hat? No, Realtor has the hat. Realtor has the hat. Oh, oh yeah, so we should get everything we need. Yeah, we should just kidnap her. But where yeah. is she? She's down on the first first level. Okay, so we make a big fucking commotion and then we go kidnap Realtor. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I can summon a demon. <laughs> what? <laughs> um <laughs> So <laughs> uh this is going south fast. So I'm gonna cast um summon greater demon. <laughs> oh god. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. um let me just describe his beautiful self so obviously you know a glowing beautiful anime girl pentagram shows up across the boardwalk sure sure and out of it rises a <laughs> enormous bloodthirsty ape <laughs> um he is a large fiend he is chaotic evil and he's new in town <laughs> And I've just drawn a really quick diagram of what this might look like. So as you can see, we have the the boardwalks here. <laughs> yeah. And up here is our, our giant ape. And he oh. has some barrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. yeah. He's truly Donkey Kong. His name is actually Barl Gura. Say, say that with Barrel Girl. Choking. So Barrel Girl. Literally, it is like that. This is my nightmare, by the way, you guys. I'm <laughs> loving this. He has like blood like, just dripping from his fangs. Have you? I mean, literally, have you he seen? Is, he literally looks like an evil. Like, I mean, not that Donkey Kong is like not evil, but he looks like a really evil Donkey Kong. Does he have a tie? <laughs> he has like blood drips that kind of look like a tie. Yes. How big is he? Um, He's large. <laughs> and in charge and Donkey yeah Kong. he's he's gonna chill out um i can roll an initiative for him does i suppose he's he's having a a wonderful time yeah. so he's he's just shown up uh everyone's surprised perhaps he gets a surprise round he definitely does <laughs> he gets a surprise round as everybody turns into horror as uh there is a you feel a cold wind as he rises from his anime girl pentagram, mm-hmm. um, and you feel you feel the presence of the void in, in, through which he enters the world. Mm. And everybody turns in horror, and he gets a surprise round. What is he gonna do, Noel? So he gets to attack three times, I believe. Okay, one with its bite and two with its fists. Mm. So he's gonna attack the the little pirates who are trying to get us with a bite, and that is um, a seventeen. That'll hit. So he does eleven damage. Okay, he just like picks up one of the pirates and throws it off, throws him <laughs> off the edge of the <laughs> island. Uh, there he goes. All there right, he, he still has two more attacks. Yep. Yeah. How many? There was two of them, right? Uh, there were three. There were three. Okay. Well, one, one attack for each. All right. Time for another attack. There's one 13 and one 15. Those both hit. Oh, wow. Okay, so then he's going to do nine damage each time. Okay, both of them look very bad. They they are not looking happy, and they are also look terrified, yeah. and they are screaming, mm-hmm. and everybody is screaming now. <laughs> uh, everybody who is within sight of this thing is screaming and either running away or toward it. I want to say Corbin also is screaming. Mary is signing, Fran, what the fuck? (laughs) And Fran just like has her arms out and she's like, yes. (laughs) Oh, but one thing is um, I need to, I need to roll another thing really quick. 
Okay. All right. So that didn't work. He's still under my control. Thank God. All right. So, uh, yeah, now you have a rampaging demon. So they're not paying attention to you right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you want to do? Kidnapping. Kidnapping. Yeah. You got to go find Relatar? Yeah. Kidnap her? Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. And we can, like, just run around the demon. He's not going to attack us right now. Okay. Okay. And, like, even when I do lose control over him, he doesn't, like, care about me. Mm-hmm. He's just wild. He'll just attack whoever's nearest to him. Cool. Who's not also a demon. By the way, if someone's secretly a demon, he won't attack them. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys run around him, and how how do you want to try and find Captain Relatar? I'll I'll take out the, the compass that knows where things are. And, right, right. Um, I think we do know, like... The name of the feather, because it would be like, what's her name's feather? Yeah, Feather of Ava. Feather of Ava. Mm. And I say Feather of Ava, and the little compass spins and points. It spins and it points down. Like out to sea. Out to sea. Towards the down tiers. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, and that's where we would have guessed she was anyway. But anyway, we'll, we'll follow that and All right. go towards her. Uh, yeah, you. she is rushing up towards the demon with her, her twin blades drawn as she stops short as she sees the four of you. And she makes eye contact with you, Corbin. Is she by herself? Uh, yeah, at the moment, yes. Yeah, okay, good. And Mary, by the way, as as uh, Realitar makes eye contact with you, Corbin, Realitar points her sword at you, and Mary gently puts a hand on your arm and is going to heal you. Thank, Thank you. God. I was just going to say, can Mary please heal me? <laughs> I would also like to say that I wink at, at Realitar when she makes eye contact with me. Nice. Oh she doesn't like that. Yeah, she well, doesn't enjoy good. it. She wasn't supposed to like it. Only one person who I want to like it when I wink at them. Or like eight. There's a couple people. <laughs> so you get 15 points of health back, Corbin, as Relatar points her sword at you, and uh, she is going to roll initiative against you guys. Initiative. Hey, I usually do really bad on initiative. I usually Ooh. get like one or two. <laughs> but this time I got 16. Okay. <laughs> That's right. 15. Okay, and then Slake, what did you get? 17. Okay. So, Slake, you are going to- Oh, wait. The monster should roll initiative, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. So, he got seven. <laughs> okay. So, Slake, you are up first. Cool. Barrel roller. I think I'm going to start- Let's see. Well, how far away are we from her? Uh, You're within striking distance. Cool. So, I can do a melee attack. Yeah. You can run up to her and do a melee attack. Cool. So, I think I'm going to start by doing a trip attack on her and try to knock her prone. Okay. Um. So, that'll be one of my maneuvers. Here we go. Rolled an 18, and that is yeah. my attack bonus with that is plus six. Okay, then she, yeah, you hit her. Okay, sweet. 12 plus eight. 20. And then she has to make a strength saving throw. Okay, that beats that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a four. She does not. She is <laughs> prone. Cool. She's not prone, and then she took the 12 points of damage. Okay. And then... I I do get a second attack. Nice. So, right. So 12. You do not hit. She manages to roll out of the way just in time. Okay. And uh, it is her turn now, so she is able to roll out of the way and get up to her feet, and she's going to come back at you, Slake. So, uh, Slake, she got a natural 20. <laughs> uh, so she came back up and was uh, swinging right away. So she gets two attacks. So it's natural 20 on one. And the other one is going to be 20-something. Jesus. Christ. Why are you using your powerful dice against us, Kat? <laughs> Kat. I'm sorry. Uh, turn <laughs> your strong dice off. It'll be 18 damage, Slake. Cool. Just, just for you. <laughs> Thanks. 
Okay, so I can't like I can't do that much. Okay. While I'm controlling this demon. So one thing that I do in my turn is I give him his next instruction. You can't make him destroy those apparatus, can you? Um yeah, I probably could. How many apparatus are there? So there is a apparatus on the top level and then there's one on each of the lookout posts. So there's three on the island. There are many more on the many ships out in the bay. So he's going to go down, or, or I give him the instructions to start moving towards the apparatus. How far down is that? Uh, that's on like the bottom level. It's where you came in, you know, the, mm-hmm. on that first platform that you came in. Mm-hmm. So he's going to start moving towards there and he's going to attack whoever on his way. My uh, The rest of my turn, I'm going um, to, I throw I throw like some rope to tie up this lady. Cool. Okay. I have rope, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, now you have rope that's out that you don't have to take out. You're right. It's true. <laughs> Corbin, you're up next. Uh, so I actually have a question for you on my turn, Kat. I have an answer for you. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I have a spell called uh, it's called Hold Person. Oh. Uh, but when you cast it at level three, it just lets you target two people. Oh, yeah. So there's some point to that. Well, I'm wondering well, if- Well, else do you want to get? Well, no. I'm wondering if Kat <laughs> would let me have it so that I can have advantage on the rolls. They, so- Like Re- you're casting it twice. Yeah. Kind of. So like Relatar would have to make a wisdom saving throw. So basically I would want, instead of to target two people, Relatar would have to roll twice and take the look like basically because you're using a better spell slot yeah. yeah rule of cool i like it okay cool what's what's um what am i trying to beat uh you have to do better than 15 it's my okay. spell save dc all right that's 13 ah oh, shit she rolled a natural 20 but she has to take the 13 so all right well she dice. is held she all right is held so she's paralyzed she can roll again on her turn but i would suggest that slake Pick her up. Pick her up or tie her up. Yep. And let's go. (laughs) It is Mary's turn now, and she is going to actually heal you again, Corbin. (laughs) Dope. 16 points back to you. Oh, dope. Nice. Oh, it's Mr. Demon's turn now. Ah, Demon. Oh, yeah. So he's going to start climbing and running and smashing and biting. Um, Does he have to make his charisma save? Yeah, I think he does at the end of his turn. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, He can run for sure. Okay, so he... Uh, misses on his bite, but he got a 18 and a 21 to hit with his fists. Those, those hit. And as the demon is running forward, Captain Elwyn and his band of plucky pirates come charging for him. All right. Well, and uh, so that's who he's attacking. I'll say he misses Elwyn and he hits two of the pirates. Okay. And, uh, I mean. He does like. 11, 12 damage. 11, 12 damage. Yeah, he just rips through them. Nice. <laughs> Pirates are very weak. Body parts just fly. Yeah, it's a bloody mess. <laughs> oh, God. Man, you've created a, a massacre. <laughs> Jesus. Well, they shouldn't have sided with Dorva. Yeah, they should have thought more about the kind of pirates they wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, they should have. All right, so now you guys have an incapacitated realitar. Uh, Elwin is in... He's engaged with the ape. Uh, you don't know where Florence is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do? We're back up to Slake. Oh, sick. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely want to try to tie up Realtor. So you do that. And what else? Um, I'll pick her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You got the, the strong yeah. arms. Yeah. At this point, everyone is focused on that demon. So you guys can just, I, I'd say we're out of initiative. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. By the way, though, Kat, the demon does have like hit points. So. Oh, good to know. How many like, hit points does he have? 68. 
68. Okay. So eventually he will die. He could be dead if they are not too scared to attack him, which Elwyn clearly isn't. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to just, if he has 68 hit points, we'll say he lasts seven rounds. Wait, before I go, the the instruction I want to give him, he can cast invisibility on himself. Oh my, oh god. my fucking god. <laughs> now we've got an invisible blood <laughs> invisible giant. This is like literally my worst fucking nightmare. I'm shaking right now. I- so the the first thing he's going to do when he's like attacking people is he's going to cast invisibility on himself and he's going to like hold his little monkey finger over his like over his mouth like no. in a sh- gesture. No. And then he's going to slowly go invisible so that they know he's not like disappearing yeah. from like head to toe. That's and then oh my <laughs> fucking god. And then he's gonna like dart around trying not to get hit. Does he get more rounds now? Yeah, you'll <laughs> get fourteen rounds. Now. Fucked up thing I've ever heard in my and fucking life. Actually, I'm gonna have him like destroy one of the apparatus of destruction. I'm assuming he's gonna be out of my control before he can get the other one. But okay. he'll just attack whoever's around him. Okay. And be invisible. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> fucking so now you have that going. All right. You've set, got that cooking. Yep. Oh, my God. I love you, barrel boy. <laughs> hey, this is a story all about how my butt got flipped turned upside down. No, it is not. <laughs> No, it's it's just the middle of this episode of Dames and Dragons. So, um, same as usual, same old, same old. Welcome to this. I have a lot of different things to talk about and inform you of today, so I hope you are all just ready for that. How is everyone? Are you struggling? Are you are you thriving? Are you doing both at the same time? Have you achieved balance in your life? I personally am doing both. And on that note. We switched mics, which is always a bit of a learning process, but this time it has especially been so. Um, it's like nothing horrible, <laughs> but there's, you know, some some shakiness in this episode and the next few. So if you notice anything weird, I'm figuring it out. I did a bad sound engineer at the time of recording, and there's only so much you can do in post. Uh, we all make mistakes. So, yes. Anyway, uh, thank you so much to everyone for entering the 50 and Loving It giveaway. Cat uh, is deciding winners and, and working on the randomization of that as we, as I speak and you listen to my voice. Or maybe not, because you could be listening to this in the future when the world is a utopia and I've been immortalized as a robot that um, doesn't have a human form. I love that. So also, if you're listening to this soon after it's released, uh, you have like one and a half more days to send in questions for the Q&A, which will be posted uh, after ARC 4 ends-ish, I believe. So uh, we're going to be recording that on the 13th. So that's in a couple days. And we will be recording it live on our Patreon for $5 and up donors. So if you're into that, catch us doing that crap we will be doing it also also we'll talk more about this at a later date but if you are in minnesota or if you are minnesota adjacent or if you just have like so much money and you love to travel to just 
places like Minnesota, then you might be interested to know that uh, we will be at Convergence in Minneapolis this summer, 2019. That takes place kind of over July 4th weekend, I believe. So again, there are more details to come, but we'll certainly do some kind of meetup thing which we'll figure out in more specifics later. So if you're going to Convergence or you're thinking about going, let this knowledge become a part of your brain. Just percolate on it. We will be there. We will be just trying to find you. (laughs) We'll be just right there. Uh, And also in Dames and Other Places news, I was and am going to continue to be on the Tales from the Mists D&D Twitch stream. Uh, I play a human rogue called Thaddeus, who has just a nasty little mustache. And in fact, I wear a nasty little mustache on my own, on, on my own human face in the stream. So if you want to check that out, you can watch the archived episode on YouTube, as well as the rest of their episodes. And you can catch me on the next few episodes on the D&D Twitch stream. Okay, so then I also want to thank our new patrons for this episode. Uh, thank you, Jay, Jason, Elizabeth, Robin, Erica, Dr. Professor, Mr. I said it all in the wrong order. Speakeasy. Alexander, Hayden, Janet, Joshua, Mary, Emily, Amelia, Pouncing Dragons, Sailor Liz, TTV, Sen, and Rory. Uh, I owe you my life. I also want to let the rest of you know that we have made some slight changes to our $10 Patreon level. So basically... The $10 level is the mailing list level, and that previously has meant that you get a welcome package when you sign up, as well as a personalized thank you card. Um, However, constantly scrambling to figure out who was owed a welcome package and who needs to have a card written and who's going to write the cards and, and how to get everything packaged and sent and brought to the post office has has basically been like encroaching on our ability to send out fun new stuff to our existing patrons. So we're going to change it. Uh, So starting on April 1st, new $10 patrons will no longer be receiving that welcome package. Uh, However, we will now be sending out more frequent mailings, including quarterly gifts of original art by Hannah and Caitlin, as well as the unchanged end-of-the-year package gift of Dame's merch, which we've already been doing for the last couple of years. So, all that is to say, I think that this month, March 2019, is a great time to sign up for that level if you are a person who is so inclined. Uh, because you'll still get that initial welcome package as long as you sign up before April 1st, as well as the improved mailings later on. So, I think that's pretty cool, but... Only for people who want to do that. (laughs) Uh, Also, thanks to our iTunes reviewers, Letty, their Infernal Majesty, and not a halfling, but close enough. There were only two of you this time, but my God, they were good ones. Um, Not a halfling. Thanks for saying my mid-rolls are perfectly scripted. You're correct. And I don't have um, a transition out of that written down. So here's this. I also want to thank our sponsors for this episode. Uh, Firstly, allow me to point you in the direction of Elderwood Academy. Elderwood Academy are artisans who craft amazing gaming products, including dice towers, dice trays, dice boxes, deck boxes, dice, and more. 
All their products are lovingly crafted to look like spellbooks, scroll cases, codexes, and other awesome fantasy gear. Uh, what I've been looking at this time is their gem dice. So these are dice that not only look like gemstones, but they are actually, in fact, uh, made of gemstones. And they're, frankly, very beautiful. So you can find that product and many more at elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split. And I also want to tell you about The Great American Novel, a role-playing game. So The Great American Novel RPG is now on Kickstarter, developed by Christopher Gray, creator of The Happiest Apocalypse on Earth, a game nominated for the 2018 Ennies Product of the Year. The Great American Novel brings a literary framework to role-playing games so that you can play the same dramatic, character-driven experience you find in literature at your table. Using a system built entirely around your characters, their motivations, and the conflicts that get in their way. The game can be used for any number of settings, including those found in your favorite novels, films, or television shows, and it always presents a complete fictional experience with a satisfying conclusion in every session. So, please look for The Great American Novel RPG on Kickstarter and help make this passion project a reality. Backers will get a complete, ready-to-play beta version of the game upon funding. Go to Christopher.world for more information. Brought to you by Gallant Night Games. And last of all, a message to Chantel. I was asked recently if Chantel was a real person. And to that I ask all of you... What does it mean to be real? To Chantel, I ask that you prove yourself to our listeners. Your new mission is to whisper sweet assurances into their ears like a foul specter on a cold, terrible night. The code word is Mammary Alpha. Go! Are you guys going to try and get Relatar to a uh, secure location now? Yeah, I think we I think hey. we get the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. get the hat first and then mm-hmm. and then take her. Yeah. Okay. So Slake, you just throw her over your shoulder. Yep. Okay. Sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes. Okay. Sack of potatoes. So you guys are in all of this confusion. You guys are able to get back up to Florence's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see anybody in there. Okay. And... You bustle Relatar all the way back through the cave. You pass the guard and back to Captain Caro's cave. Or he is just, he's stretching. He's hes up and he's doing some stretches. He's doing <laughs> he's some toe touches. Doing some Uncle Iroh oh workouts. And he uh, he straightens up and he goes, oh, 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 how the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, the turntable. And he steps out of his, his cell. Where he's, he's just kind of been hanging out in there because... Where else is there? Uh, he steps out and he goes, put her in. <coughs> he points towards the cell. <laughs> Isn't the door broken? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mary signs to you like she signs, uh, here, put the door back. Cool. I put the door back. All right. Mary casts mend. So the uh, the hinges are mended and it is once again a functioning cell. Mm. So uh, Captain Carr is out of the cell. Relatar is in the cell and she uh, she looks at you guys and she with a lot, with a great amount of effort and willpower, puts up one middle finger. <laughs> so that's her breaking the paralysis, we'll say. Yeah. Okay, so what, what do you do? 
uh, somebody needs to put on the hat and tell her to tell us what's up. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, do you? I mean, do you give it to Captain Carr? Um, I don't know if we should do that yet. Please I, let me wear the hat, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carr. We we have to use this hat on loan for a minute. He looks at you. It's my hat. Well, I write. I need hat. this win. <laughs> uh, we we were just hoping to maybe ask a few questions before we pass the hat right along to you. I can ask the questions. And he holds out his hand for the hat. Mm-mm. Corbin walks up to him mm-hmm. and looks him dead in the eye and says, I've been a crow <laughs> for like five hours. <laughs> and I always thought that's all I wanted in my life. <laughs> but my one goal today was to get that hat on my head for one minute. You will not take this from me. <laughs> he shakes his little finger. Aww. Captain Carr looks at you and he says, Lad, that's the stupidest thing. <laughs> I, I, it's my hat. Give me my hat back. I shout out, hey, now. Corbin bursts into tears. <laughs> hey, 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 sir. We, uh, Corbin, oh, we, we worked really hard. <laughs> we worked very hard to to get this hattie here. My good friend Fran summoned a giant invisible ape demon. And frankly, I think it's only fair that since we let you out of here, you let us use this hat for a little baby bit. It's like, okay. will you make a dexterity check? Oh, oh my God. I'm... How dare this man? Like we He's a pirate. We, we let him out of his stupid he's cage. A pi- he's a pirate. <laughs> fucking 10. God damn it. Yeah, he's just grabs the hat out of your hand. He's fucking rude. Uh Corbin wants to grab the hat out of his hand now. All right, make it a charity <laughs> check. <Okay. laughs> Come on. That was a natural one. <laughs> Corbin's blinded by tears. Corbin, do you reach for the hat and he just like puts a hand on your forehead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And your arms just weakly, like, waving towards I'm going. Him. I'm, he, like, petting his shoulders a little bit. I'm, like, sque- I squeeze his biceps looking for it blindly. Yeah, but. he he puts the hat on his head, and he inhales deeply and exhales. And he goes, now all is once again right in the world. Really? You thought you could you could pull a coup on me, Realitar? I know you're the one who organized it, and you did a good job, but... Guess you didn't count on four teenagers coming to the island to screw up everything for you, did ya? Yeah. <laughs> I pose. I'm 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 trying to soothe Corbin. <laughs> now, why don't you tell these fine people everything that you know about what's happening in Madria? Oh, wow. He didn't betray us. At least he Aww. kept up that end of the bargain. He failed both his persuasion checks, though. He gets advantage, but did not do good. Um, Jesus. Giving me the fucking so hat. Realitar, once again, holds up her metal finger, and she whispers, Fuck you, car. It's like you want to intimidate her? I, I mean, I could try. <laughs> it's 
Uh, you can try, but I am weeping uncontrollably behind you. <laughs> Mary, Mary is like rubbing your shoulders, Corbin, and she's making the shooting noises. Okay, and she actually she like takes your head and she like cradles your head against her shoulder and like, oh. rubs your hair. Corbin blows his nose on her. She <laughs> accepts it. <laughs> How is this the worst thing that Corbin's been through? Listen, it's Today. not. It's one of those things where like you know all of a sudden it just oh, all comes it out, all just, right? Yeah, you've been through a lot. Yeah. That's true. What a it, hard day kind of hard life so that is 15 plus 3 so that's 18 18 that'll that'll do uh what do you how do you intimidate her i say excuse me ma'am but i feel the need to point out <laughs> that you are presently in a cage in a cave so alliteration aside i think that it would be in your best interest to tell us what you know because giant ape demon right up there. You saw it, right? Or were you unconscious? Anyway, it's up there. So, well, I guess you can't see it because it's invisible. But my point is, watch out. Corbin wipes a tear from his eye and he stands up and he says, tell us what you know or I'm going to summon two giant eagles inside that cage with you and they'll tear you to pieces. Corbin, why don't you make an intimidation check? Okay. Oh, my God. That was a nat 20. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like did succeed, but now she's, now she's definitely. Thank God. She knows you mean it, Corbin. Yeah, I'm serious. She's watched you have like a, just a complete breakdown. <laughs> yeah, it's very scary. Uh, nothing is scarier I'm than on emotional the edge. vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, it's true. She's a man on the edge. Yeah. All right, so she sits up and glares at you and says, fine. You want to know? You want to know how we knew when to attack Madria and... <laughs> well, do you have any guesses? I'll tell you if you're right. Oh. Um, okay, so... There's the Marchioness, right? Marchioness, yeah, Marchioness. I don't think it's her. Renetta, don't think it's her. Yeah. At this point, my biggest suspect is Agsbra. I think Loria... Like, I know it doesn't make any sense, but... I actually, I could see it being Loria, too. I mean, it's definitely suspicious that she can throw Phelan against a wall. But, like, why would she specifically hire us to catch the That's person the if it was her? Well, I mean, she probably might think we're just too incompetent. Wait, she doesn't She didn't say we get one guess. No, she did not. No. Um, uh, Lord Greenspire? And she gives a big thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Marchioness? <laughs> She's sassy. Uh, <laughs> Corbin Loria Bang bing What oh, looks what like you got it The fuck Wh- Why I don't know So she leans back on her hands and gives a big s- Stretch and she has this smile On her face like This is the cat that stole the cream She's very pleased by your shock And she says I don't know why she's doing it but she came to me some months back, before we ousted old Carr here. She said she needed to create panic in the city. Needed to make everyone want to leave. And then, once that happened, all of the riches of Madria would be ours. It's a great plan. I dearly hope to see it come to fruition make everyone want to leave 
I mean, if she's still in love with Tenavine, easiest way to get rid of all the problems that are in between her and Tenavine are to make Tenavine not queen anymore by destroying the city. That is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. Fran sits down. <laughs> so why did Loria assign us to figure this out then? Really, Latar shrugs. Maybe she regretted it. Maybe. Maybe she had something else going. If she regretted it, she could have just turned herself in. To herself? Well, I don't know, Fran. To somebody. Or maybe. Maybe someone's creating betrayals in the court. Yeah, we already knew that. Betrayals. <laughs> A very handsome young man came here. Told uh, us all about the goodwill yeah, of Torva. Oh, yeah, okay, we know that. Yeah, I know. He helped us conduct our betrayal. Uh -huh. She looks at Carr, says... He was very helpful. You never should have let him on the island, Car. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, Car, like, <laughs> uh, really, if you see anybody that hot, like, just don't even. Like, oh, my lesson has been firmly learned. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had months in this cell to contemplate all of the errors I made, really, Car, <laughs> and I, I assure you, I've left no stone unturned. There's nothing for you to gloat about. I have already wallowed in all the self pity you could create. I'm just thinking about my monkey. <laughs> in, the in the middle of this shocking revelation, your remembering first the monkey is the monkey. I would assume he's probably escaped my control by now. Oh yeah. So in just because odds are, yeah. After so he's all just these an uncontrollable, invisible ape. Yeah, but he's probably almost almost dead. Okay. Um. So we could fully stage a scene where he fights off the monkey. <laughs> Yes! That's very good. Oh, that's so good. Well, now you all have your answer. Son, and he looks towards Corbin and he says, can I have that spear? You wouldn't give me your hat. You're not getting my spear. Well, I need some weapon. Did you at least take hers off of her? You probably would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we would have. Yeah. yeah what she had? had two short swords. Give, uh, give him those. He yeah. Give him the shorts. Okay, he takes those. All right. Car... We have a plan. We're going to help you take back control of your people. But in exchange, we need your assistance when we call for it. As I agreed earlier, I shall agree now. You've done me a good turn. Okay, I shake his hand. Yeah, he shakes your hand. It's a very, despite his months of captivity, firm handshake. And as I'm shaking his hand, I return my hair to my head. Once again, in the shape of a pirate hat. Nice. Incredible. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Um, so then, yeah, I think we want to move towards the monkey, see what its state is. How, how long does invisibility last? It's probably not invisible anymore. Um, I just realized, too, if I summon a giant eagle, Fran, could you camouflage it to look like the bird that they worship? <gasps> yeah, I sure could. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, if we If we go out of the front of Florence's house, what do, what do we see? The monkey is up on the top platform. It has ripped apart the apparatus of destruction. Mm -hmm. It is facing off against Captain Elwyn now. <laughs> uh, and Captain Florence is, she is 
passed out. She's been knocked to the side okay. by one of one of the monkey's strong blows. And how does the monkey look? He is very bloody. Is he very invisible? No, he's visible. He's enraged. He is bloodied. Mm. He looks very bad. Like maybe one good strike might mm. just take him down. All right. So Corbin, uh, I cast conjure animals and I conjure one giant eagle. <laughs> All right. And um, I use silent image to make this eagle look basically just like a giant ava. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. white bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dove. Yep. Sparrow. Uh, does yeah. uh, Captain Carr want to ride the eagle? Oh, he sure does. Yeah. Yes. He okay. climbs up on the eagle's back with his yeah. two swords and goes on a yeah. And yeah. takes and off. There he goes. The eagle and him circle the demon once. And then he leaps from the back of the eagle and plunges his two swords into the back of the demon, which howls in fury and rage and then falls to the ground and dissolves in black smoke that sinks into the ground and disappears. Mm -hmm. God dang. Mm -hmm. I I salute my my sweet barrel boy. And, And everybody is in awe and he stands and he calls out, I am returned by the grace of Abba. This island belongs to Captain Carr once again. And he holds up his swords and everyone cheers. And so do we. Yeah. Also, the eagle like lands behind him and screeches. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's not the noise that I'll make. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. And everyone cheers. And Captain Elwyn, he takes a couple steps back. And uh, he sees Captain Florence on the ground. And then he runs. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off. I, I tell the eagle to catch him because okay. I have to speak to it for it to follow my commands. So then it goes after him with its little talons. Okay. The last you see of the eagle and uh, Elwin is a mad chase as he is ducking away and ducking out of the eagle's reach. Huh? It's like... Throwing its little bird beak, yep. and it's going like tilting its head like a maniac. Yep. So you and, and and with every with every peck, it starts to look more and more like a crow. <laughs> yes. And Captain Carr, he gets down from the platform and he comes up to you and says, "Thank you, truly, for helping me take back my island." Now, it sounds like you might have a city that needs some assistance. Do we know of any other attack coming for Madria? No. It was the pirates that were going to attack Madria again, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the city that we need help with is Ilfra. Mm-hmm. So we we do need help, but maybe not with the city you're assuming. There's something going on in Ilfra. I see. I've never sailed those cold waters before. It's not good pirating up there. How long does it take to get to Ilfra by sea from here? By sea, it would be mm, two months, I believe. Jesus Christ. I mean, the thing is, Ilfra is on the north, what is that, northwestern corner of the continent, and you are in the southeastern corner. Uh, so you, either way, you have to go halfway around the continent by sea. Oh, wow, I suppose. So uh, would it be faster by land, then? Yes, it is faster mm-hmm. by land. Okay. <sighs> My boat. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could have a land boat. <laughs> well. Those are called legs, Fran. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth, Corp. All right. Um, well, it's probably best that you set off now, then. Hi. And well, on your way, you're going to need to do a heck of a lot of deprogramming. 
the people that your people need to fight are Torveic. Well, I believe this return with the grace of Ava, and he looks back at where there's a quickly less less Ava looking bird <laughs> chasing his uh, once betrayer. Says, "Well, I believe with this entrance we've made some good progress in uh, breaking them of their Torva habits here." Mm. I myself will never worship the Conqueror. You have my word on that. I would hope not. Yeah. Yeah, he really conquered he's, you, so that would be probably yeah, not great. Not he's just fan. like the worst. So Pretty bad, as in my <laughs> estimation, but the gods be what they be. Yeah. That they be. And hopefully one day they be dead. That's how it be. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to do here on Pirate Island? It's oh. getting. We don't know what happened in that warehouse. I yeah, guess. Yeah, we still don't yeah, know. We never in the looked warehouse. in that warehouse. I would assume that it was like I don't know. We could ask him. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't know. He's been yeah, in he's prison been in months. But you could go look. You have his yeah. permission to go anywhere you want now. Yeah, yeah let's just go look yeah. in let's that just check it warehouse out, yeah. before we leave. Okay. Yeah, the guard is gone from the warehouse, uh, and inside there is an armory. Lots of weapons. Okay. Uh, a few more apparatus mm-hmm. of destruction are in here, mm-hmm. and these are the ones that have legs and can move about and patrol. Uh, so, uh, looks like all of these weapons that are in here, they are the same type of weapons that were used by the soldiers on the mountaintop, mm-hmm. uh, the battle that you fought against Torva's army. Okay. Uh, there are also big crates that are marked with a broken tower symbol, and, uh, inside these crates you find big spools of dwarven chain. Um, that, is that... That's the anti-magic chain. Anti-magic? We should take some of that. Oh my god. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah we should holy take shit. some of that. Okay. Yeah, I would say probably Slake should be the one who handles it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we probably shouldn't touch that <laughs> yeah. stuff. How much do you want to take? Um, how much can we carry? Yeah, yeah, how much can we fit in the boat? Each spool is roughly the size of three feet in diameter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, so I can't carry that. Yeah. One thing, though, is um, there's not that many magic users in this world. What would they need this much chain for? Do you think that the, uh, I don't know, the, I mean, you know the dragons? The bones ones? Ugh. Oh. I mean, it's just an idea. I don't know. Cat raised her eyebrows just now. That's not a bad idea. Pretty big. <laughs> I don't love that. Well, um, we've, well, we've got the chains now. They might have more, but at least we've Slake? got something. Don't be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll take as much as we can. We can also have the pirates help us out, too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they load, um, I don't know, we'll say maybe 50 feet of chain. Nice. All right. right, So you guys get loaded up with your supplies. You've got your loot that you stole from Florence's house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, you guys are row out towards where you left your boat, only to find your boat is not there. Hmm. What? Your boat is fully gone. Uh, you don't even see a speck of it on the horizon. Oh. Oh. Almost like the person who gave you your crew. Oh. Was supposed to strand us here. That would explain why. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Oh. Well, we have a whole pirate army, so. We sure do, Corbin. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you just sound so defeated, Frank. I mean, I don't 
Fran, I don't know what's wrong with you. I feel pumped. I cried for like five whole minutes. <laughs> All right. We start rowing back towards Sparrow Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mary reaches over and she pats your hand, Fran, and then signs, I'm sorry about your boat. Oh, I forgot it was your boat. <laughs> uh, I can't talk about it, Mary. <laughs> Mary signs, we'll get it back. Don't worry. We're, we're going to where it went. I, slow, I slowly form my hair into a, a mourning veil. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, the pirates are more than happy to lend you a crew and a ship. Um, so you guys hang around the pirate island while they get a ship ready and a crew ready for you. Um, you know, everybody needs to sober up before they can pilot a ship. And it takes them a while to sober up. So uh, you guys, you get your new boat with your new crew. Your new crew is much swarthier than your old crew. Mm. It's a smaller vessel. Uh, and it, it doesn't move quite as fast. So it's going to take you guys a little bit longer, but the pirates are much more adept at navigating these waters. Mm. Uh, so there's there's no issues on your way back. But you guys, you're going to be just in time for that big party. Yeah. I like had an inkling. Loria. Well, I thought it was going to turn out more like Loria did something bad, but like didn't. I thought she was like embroiled in something bad and she had good intentions. Right. But actually, it seems like that. No, she did something pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys still don't know what her motivation is. Yeah. That's true. I mean, we'll have to see. It could be that she's caught up in something she doesn't want to be caught up in. That's true, too. I guess. I mean, she clearly knows. Something's up with Phelan, too. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, Phelan. Mm. The one person he tells us he doesn't trust. <laughs> he didn't tell you. He did. Also, you guys, I'm just, like, casually thinking about the escalation of weirdness that this entire <laughs> island has faced. Like, the first, they like, the one of their the captains. we arrived here. Like, adopts a talking bird, and it's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, like, an old man disappears mm-hmm. from his bed. Mm-hmm. Now there's a giant invisible demon monkey literally <laughs> killing people left and right. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Do you want to learn the secrets of elven magic? Do you want to blast your enemies with battle magic? Do you want to build cunning mechanical servants with clockwork magic? The Deep Magic series from Cobalt Press has all this and more for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. Time magic, rune magic, illumination, nearly 20 PDFs with new ones coming out all the time. In this series, you'll find new magic schools, sorceress origins, warlock patrons, feats, spells, magic items, and more. 
Pick up the Deep Magic series for 5th edition at www.cobaltpress.com. Mm-hmm.